So another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island Season 8, Episode 22. Now, Chris, where would you like to start today? Well, Dave, it was an episode of fucking mixed signals. People manoeuvring, <laughs> doing a bit of graft. Um, from the start of the episode to the end of the episode... Tasha went from undecided with Andrew to undenying love Dave. Literally, I thought she was going to say she loved him. Didn't buy any of it. Andrew's a fucking wet lettuce. And literally, <laughs> she will get with someone in Casa Amor and then she'll come back and he'll do the poppy dog eyes. She'll go, I'm not sure. And then they end up, she uses him like she's doing at the moment, Dave. So I think he's an absolute fucking dildo. And I'm at the moment, even though I don't really, no, I don't agree with what she's doing. He'll get everything he deserves because he's just not standing up for himself. Ow. So, okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll start there then. I don't know. I, I think, as I said yesterday, I think with Tasha, it's just a bit of a lack of maturity. And that, part of that comes with where she is in life. You know, we shouldn't expect that these young people have got their shit together completely, you know. And so, I, I don't see it that she's like super flaky and like will is just settling for Andrew. I do think she genuinely has those feelings for him, but uh, yeah, the, the outcome will probably be the same. <laughs> I can't see she's going to resist someone. Make if someone like really hot makes a play for her in Casa Amor, I can't see her really, uh, you know, backing down. And uh, say no, no, I'm going to stick with Andrew. But Chris, that's why we love Casper more, isn't it? If, yeah. if everyone did that, uh, it'd be a bit rubbish. So, yeah, and and I don't look. I I don't think uh, right. We we want characters on reality TV, but I don't see what Andrew's done wrong. Really, he's kind of he has stood back. You know, when uh, when he has been a bit upset. You know, he's he's not kind of gone at her Jack's style. And I'm going to come to Jack's later. Oh, yeah. And, and he's just kind of, he's tried to give her a bit of space, but he really does have genuine feelings for her. So I don't know. I think it's a bit harsh to call him a wet lettuce, even though, yeah, it's probably not wrong. <laughs> I'm coming in hot, Dave. I'm coming in hot today. I like Andrew. I'm warming to him. Yeah. I don't think, I don't dislike him. I just think that everything he does... He contradicts himself over and over, doesn't he? You know, like the episode yesterday, I'm going to give a space two minutes later. You okay? Do you want to chat? <laughs> like, fucking it. No, no, that could have been editing. There could have been like a whole afternoon, you know, it could have been a couple of hours between that. It was just the way they edited together, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, to be fair, you're probably right. But Dave, I'm taking it in the context of the show that it was within five minutes. And he true, went true. So that, that's, I, I'm, you're right, probably. Um, and I think as well, Dave, like obviously... In the ne this episode, Dammy obviously can read minds. Now that felt like oh my God. He, he was just—he's <laughs> becoming a little bit of a shit stirring, Dammy. If I'm being honest, Dave. Uh, yeah, I mean it's not as blatant as like when Ekin sues it and gets out the old shit stirring spoon. But yeah, I mean that conversation was only going to lead to drama in some way, wasn't it? Yeah, and it's yeah. like. I, I don't know. It, it just 
seemed a bit of nonsense to me. And and but I find this is the bit I find fascinating about the show because when he's in that conversation, we're seeing exactly what's said. You know, assuming they're not chopping bits out that, that add some more context, and you, you can't argue with what Gemma's said there. Like, is Luca the perfect person on the planet for her? Well, probably not. It's probably someone who's better suited. So, you know, she's known him for a couple of weeks now. Or is it uh, this fourth week in it? So, you know, she's known him for three weeks. They weren't coupled up initially. So they've probably been together for, you know, a week or two weeks. So why would she be completely closed off? So it's like, yeah, you're probably not wrong. You know, and she's been a little bit on the fence. Ekin Sue almost leaps up like a meerkat. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. Goes across to the the nearest person who she can sit down with and have a conversation. I have got some tea and I need to tell you. (laughs) But the way she frames it, you know, just makes it sound that bit worse, which is what all great shit stirrers do, you know, and, and put that spin on it. And then it spreads like wildfire throughout the villa. I, I thought it was fantastic. And of course, you've got, you know, Luca, we all knew would not take it very well. You know, he'd be mortally wounded by this uh, idea that she's not completely closed off to anyone who walks in now. And uh, it could have only made it better if Luca had had his like little glasses necklace thing that he has on, <laughs> you know, when he's saying that, just, just to top off that moment for me. But um, no, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I, I think that whole drama uh, was pretty good. And I, I, I've got to admit, Chris did enjoy uh, Gemma putting Ekinsu in her place. I did, actually, and I think you're right. I think it was a perfect example of Chinese whispers, Dave, how you, you only hear the bits you want to hear. Ekinsu knows what she's doing. Ekinsu knew. I mean, Gemma said to her, you knew exactly what you were doing. And Ekinsu did the classic deflection tactic so she didn't look like an absolute bell end. Ah, just chill out. Don't know what's wrong. Well, as soon as you say that to anybody, that is like a red rag to like a bull. red rag to a bull, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. And Gemma, Gemma was really good. I mean, I, th- I think the one thing I'd say, Dave, I hope it does implode their relationship because I don't like Luca. I think he's a proper toxic little fucker. And he was, even when she was saying to him, just give me two minutes. Oh, she won't speak to me. It's like, he's always on that back foot. Mm. And this whole discussion that came off the back of this thing with Ekinsu, because that was a great thing. I mean, online, everybody loves Ekinsu because she's just the ultimate shitster in Love Island contestant in three or four months we'll still be talking about how ridiculous she is she's almost at the olivia levels of maths <laughs> olivia was a dick obviously but um on maths but but she's very unforgettable and i think the problem is with luca is the way he was phrasing stuff to her and he's like i'm all in you're not but but what does that mean does that mean that you're a fucking stalker because even when they were laying in bed at the end of the episode he's still got her in a fucking headlock when they're in bed he's just so He's so yeah. clingy and his dialogue to her is if, if I was Gemma's family, Michael Owen and, and his missus, I'd be having really like worried about her because this guy is a cock, Dave. And I know a couple of people have said, Oh, I don't see it. I think he speaks his mind. And I get, I sort of understand that. But the way this has gone, it's every day there is a little bit of dialogue where she has to reassure him because he's all in and she's not. And you know what that says to me, Dave? He'll be the one who cheats on her and casts her a more classic Love Island. There you go. Reality radar, Dave. Luca's head will be turned. There's a next prediction. Oh, God. 
<laughs> we're going to come back to that in a bit. But um, yeah, I think there's so many red flags. I, I just think the, the way he is, it's not just that he's all in. You can be all in and not have these like toxic, snipey little comments and stuff. And, you know, when she's doing a Inspector Poirot thing and trying to find out what's going on, and she's speaking to everyone else. He's like, well, why, why isn't she speaking to me? You know, it's so needy. Yes. <laughs> so it just, I, I just think it's, it, it's not healthy to be that way. And I'll tell you what, Chris, what, what made me feel a bit uncomfortable at, at the end of this episode, it just felt like the theme of the episode, the way the editors and producers have, have cut everything together, felt like the theme of the episode was the boys blackmailing the girls to, you know, close themselves off to anyone yeah. else. And, and no one's declared boyfriend and girlfriend, you know, that ridiculous Love Island ritual oh, that we, we love, yeah. <laughs> love to hate. Um, it, it's, it's like, you know, you had it from Luca, you know, like you say, he's put the ball in Gemma's court, right? Well, I'm all in. So he's expecting you know, some kind of reciprocation there. You you owe me something because I'm all in. And you got the same thing from Jax with uh, with Paige. I thought he was acting like a right tool. And even when he calls himself out for, for acting in a ridiculous way, he apologizes. But even the apology doesn't sound like an apology. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that, David. I think the way this is going, you saw about the boyfriend and girlfriend thing, and you're right, is... I think Luke is going to do a play before Castro Moore or when he thinks Castro Moore's coming. I think he's going to do the whole hunt the fucking slipper bollocks. You know, Gemma's there on one side of the villa and Dammy's there and he's like, go and speak to the man in the white socks. Go and speak to the guy who's got the hat on. Go and speak to the guy who's by the pool and they go hunt the fucking slipper and Luke is there and he's fucking <laughs> tighty white is with his fucking, uh, you know, his handcuffs ready to make sure that she doesn't go anywhere. And he's like, will you be my girlfriend? And everyone's like, oh, that's amazing. And it's going to do my fucking Sweden, Dave, because <laughs> I hate that as much as anything. I'm fucking, it's ridiculous. It's fucking nonsense. I know it's Love Island, but it's bullshit. And I think... Andrew might do it, but might not get the response he wants. But Luke is the one who's going to go all in in the next couple of days, I think, or the next week. Oh, by week five, he'll be proposing marriage. marriage. Yeah, <laughs> we might have our first marriage proposal. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can't I can't tell if it's his genuine personality or I can't shake that feeling that he's, because he knows who her dad is, he can sort of feel that career after the villa as well. And yeah. so he's, he's kind of threatened by it. Whereas Jax's reaction did seem more kind of, uh, you know, some underlying red flags there. Oh, Dave, let's talk about that. Jax pushed Paige away, on it, and he'd said, you go and think it. And we, we had Paige really upset. Like, why does he doing that? I'm not interested in Jay. They end up getting together. We know Jay's a snaky fucker, and I love the fact that it got his comeuppance at the end of the episode, Dave. That was brilliant. He's, he's like a, he's not in your face like Ekinsu or anything like that. And he's and Ekinsu hasn't, other than when she got with Jay, we've seen her do flip flop and all that. But Jay's just very deceptive. He sneakily has little chats, doesn't he? And does it as if he's like everyone's mm. friend. But we can clearly see it. Everyone online can see it. But Jack's had this like come to Jesus moment with Paige at the end of the last episode bears his soul 
he, he was like, Paige has just not come near me since we had this chat. She's chatting to Jay. She's saying she's still open. We said this thing was a bit strange considering what we'd seen from her and that. But maybe obviously I think quite a lot mm. of this to do with Jack's Dave as well. Go and speak to him. No problem. And then it's worked against him. Um, but then and Jack's, Gemma. And Gemma. Gemma's like, Gemma's going, you know, go and speak to Jay. You know, not sure she's got all finished business with Jack's. No, or she knows what he's like, Dave, maybe outside the villa. And I think as well, it all works. I think, um, I keep getting her name wrong, don't I? Um, Anti, not Anti, what's her fucking name? Antigone. Antigone, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, everyone. Antigone. <laughs> she gave him some great advice because when he had his little strop and was like, I'm fuming, I'm fuming and all that, and he was doing that like whole help me, everyone. She gave him loads of advice. I went, don't sit on it. This is going to fester and become something it doesn't need to be. She showed a maturity there and she said, go and speak to her now and nip it in the bud one way or the other because it's going to do your head. I thought what the way she spoke, Dave, was actually like for once, a proper adult yeah. was in the villa. It's the first time and I, I give her a lot of credit for that, even though she's not with anyone. Yeah. I respect that. Well, Ekinsu was like that when she first came in as well, wasn't she? She was advising Luca and Luca was like, oh, I'm not taking this advice. Don't need to you know, be spoken to like she's my dad or mum and dad or something Um, un until she went full on into the drama. So, yeah, I, I thought Antigone's uh, words there were brilliant. And like I say, Jax did go off to apologise, but he was sort of still having a go. He was just much yeah. more subtle. Uh, it was kind of under the surface. So, yeah, I, I, let's see where they go because... Like I say, I didn't like that whole theme of the episode that, that you know, the boys had basically put the girls in a corner to to close them off. You know, you saw Tasha having the conversation with Charlie, who, by God, is, is dull. He's a you fucking know, boring fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, what? They were he even called it out himself. You know, they were saying, you know, what's your party trick or whatever. It's oh, boring. Um, oh, Dammy yep, said it, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was brilliant. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so no, that was oh. good. And uh, you know, the other game I was playing tonight, Chris, was uh, Spot Danica. <laughs> yeah, we, we saw her for ten seconds, didn't we? I want to find a man who comes in and blah blah blah. See you later, Danica. See you later. Yeah. See, yeah. See. She's not going to last a week, is she? No, she's not. And, and I, I've got to say, Dave, though, you know what, Davy Day's getting a lot of love online and I'm still sticking to it because it's still there because these conversations are there. Joe, and we've got a message from Joe, haven't we, Dave, that we need to play, um, which we'll play in a minute because <laughs> she she is lay, laid into me. So we'll play it. I've got a great email from Tom as well, which we'll read out. But <laughs> I, I think with Danica, like, uh, sorry, Davy Day, Davy Day is chatting away. And, I, I, you know, I think he's quite funny. So then he says, Tony, to, I don't know if it's Charlie or uh, Jay. Oh, it's Jay. Yeah. I can have Ekinsu whenever I want. I hate that when people say that, Dave, about anybody, yeah. male or fit. I hate that because... Well, he, she said it as well, didn't He said she? it. No, that's what I mean. She said the same. I can have him whenever I want. And he said the same. I'm not just digging him out. I just hate when anybody says it because it's just so cocksure mm. of yourself. And mm. I just think it's, I just think it's, it, it doesn't show any class if I'm being honest, even if he's joking. It? Yeah. Disrespectful to whoever's saying it. So I, I know that comes with maturity because I hate that when you've got, and I hate all that nonsense on the reality stuff where you get these dickheads on like Geordie Shaw and they're just totally slating women. Oh, I can, I can bang whoever I want and all this. It's like, oh, nice one, mate. You fucking lonely little shit. You know what I mean? Like I just, I can't, 
be doing with that. But anyway, Dave, I'm off my soapbox. I just think Davide says some great things, then he says some stupid things, like Ekinsu does, to be fair. And that's probably why the reality <laughs> radar, Dave, is right. <laughs> Not a chance. And um, <laughs> I think on that on that note, Chris, I think let's uh, let's hear from Joe and what what she thinks after she's got off the fence, you know, and and uh, you know, let's hear where she stands on the radar. Just listened to today's podcast, and Dave, 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 you have got to be stronger with that clown you work with <laughs> the reality radar now of course the big one i mean he gets everything wrong but this one that he's hanging his hat on this season <laughs> about davide and ekin sue getting back together you cannot let him get away with changing the rules halfway through <laughs> It is not a win for the reality radar if Ekinsu and Davide are forced back together because no one will have them. That is not him winning. And we've got to get this rule sorted (laughs) out today, here, now, before he gets any cockier. Yes, they're having discussions. Yes, Ekinsu is desperately fighting for more airtime. He could give zero shits about her i stand by it we are not apologizing to chris and his reality radar if they are forced back together i can see a challenge coming up where they have to swap or they have to kiss or something and chris will be running around the whole of bloody manchester going i'm a winner i've done it no 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 it is not a win for the reality radar if they're forced back together. Dave, fight for truth, my friend. Fight for the people. Fight for truth, <laughs> justice, and the Love Island way. Fight for the people. Fight for the... All it is, all it is on our Facebook page as well, is just people going on about the radar. I've got a great supporter in Karen, Dave. She's there. <laughs> She's absolutely there. You know, like she. There are definitely support. camps, you know, forming. Uh, you do have a little almost cult like following uh, developing, I noticed. And, and the thing is, even introducing the show, the, the voiceover guy, not Ian Sterling, the one who introduces like Love Island's coming on. And he, he was saying something about Ekinsu's going to have to go to plan uh, or back to plan David A, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck off. And then you've got Jay relentlessly fucking getting on at David A. It's like, oh, do you not think there's unfinished business? Fuck off, Jay. <laughs> Just stop trying to make things happen. Everyone. Chris, have you got plants in the villa or something? Are they feeding Jay Lawrence to like, look, just do it. And it'll be one for the reality radar. <laughs> I cannot wait to chalk this one down, Dave. This is going to be mag fucking nificent. I love it. I love, I mean, Karen said on, on Facebook, she said, I'm all in on the reality radar. And then Zoe put, you're not getting a free t-shirt. You know, like, because <laughs> you support. And then the people want, classes they they want lessons on the radar it's become such a thing this series i love it (laughs) and you're like you've just thrown this absolute hail mary but 
the chance of it happening and, and you you don't care but it's because it's got this momentum now you're loving it and you're doubling down even more i still think i have seen nothing from davide's side to convince me that there's uh there's a chance there what do you call her like she's like spoiled milk or something like that it's, it's like <laughs> yeah it's a closed door for him so yeah, yeah. but but we can agree can't we if they end up having to couple up together but it's not a romantic way i mean that does not count <laughs> dave you keep fucking convincing yourself and our good friend joe russell he can keep convincing himself all she wants dave but it's happening the luca thing i've just predicted that's going to happen as well but dave we say that we had a great email from tom and as and i'm not happy about the the tone of this email, Dave, or the title, it's put, the Tom Dar would like to chat, like to take reality radar for a chat. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. It's a long one, this one, guys. Hi, guys. Sorry, this is a bit of a long one here, as I have a lot to say after the last episode. Due to the time difference, I'm normally 24 hours behind when you guys watch it, but today, the Tom Dar was burning hot, so I made an exception and watched episode 22 this morning. In two words, Goodness me. The majority of the episode was full of players making their moves and lining up their pieces before Castor and Moore. Some playing 3D chess, others playing checkers. Very true. The whole thing with Dammy reading Gemma's mind was really about what's going to happen when it's Castor and Moore o'clock. Jay shot his low before Castor and Moore and missed due to Jack's finally making himself vulnerable to Paige. Vulnerable being a word that kept coming up in the mind, in my mind, during Jack's tantrum segment until Dammy said it when talking to Pays, then she used it again in the VT. The men in the show aren't used to making themselves vulnerable. Some of them probably never have. And when they do, their responses expose their lack of emotional intelligence due to never putting an effort into a relationship before. Actually, Gemma is more mature than Jack's, which is possibly why they broke up and why her relationship with Luca is doomed to fail. With regards to the big reality radar, and he's put the trademark next to it, Dave, prediction, I times the chances Dave has given it by 10 and say there's actually a 10% chance Davide might go for it, but he's unlikely to before Castor and Moore, and then all bets are off as single Davide is concerned. I'm sure this is all a goldmine of material for such, for sociology researchers. The best bit of the whole episode was at the end when Jake Slime was friend-zoned into... Oh, this is a, a great word. Inarticulately, try saying that 10 times, he's put by page. I don't even know if that's right. And then the moment we've all been waiting for happened. Sting's love child, Charlie, was burned like an overcooked steak by Tasha and everything before it instantly just seemed like boring filler. I think Tom Dar is short and sweet and he's going to look very nice on your T-shirts. Just saying, don't be ridiculous, Tom. Uh, cheers and thanks for all the laughs in season five, Tom. P.S. I almost bailed on the last season because it was so boring. Truth be told, I did skip the first 20 episodes and regret wasting my time with the rest of it. But this season is one of the best and has been on fire since episode four. It's mainly because a lot seems to have been learned from last season and the age range is about 50-50 of under over 25s. And as can be seen in this list mm. from Reddit's Island Group, now he's put a great list. I'll put that on Facebook, actually, Dave, because it's uh, all the ages and all the people and stuff, which you got. And then he sent another email, PPS, with regard to their res- regard to their responses exposed, their lack of emotional intelligence. I meant to say emotional maturity, or it could be both. Edit as you wish. I love the show. So great email, Tom. Don't ever use Tom Dart ever again in my presence. That's all I'm going to say. There is only one radar, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> 
brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Some brilliant points there. Excellent. So well put as well, Dave. Yeah. Um, he's called a few things there, apart from uh, giving Davide and Ekin to a 10% chance. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's God. fantastic. And, and I, I, so, I so agree with him as well. This season's been great, hasn't it? Oh, it excellent. It's week four. It doesn't really feel like week four, whereas last season... It really felt like it was dragging, and it was it was hard work by this point. But yeah, I've really enjoyed it. It's been excellent, mate. I've, I have absolutely loved this. I've loved every minute of it. I just think it, we, we've and we go back to the first couple of episodes. We're questioning it, going, "Oh my god, here we go." I mean, me and Sam are watching it tonight, Dave, and we see the stripper challenge, and Sam was like, "Oh fuck off! I hate this." So. I do. I think the drama has been excellent, but fuck a doodle do, guys. Can the producers not invent new <laughs> so, games? You've just reminded me, actually. Right, so we've got a couple of uh, we've got a couple of reviews over on Apple Podcasts, Chris. Um, the first one is fun, but the swearing jars. Right, <laughs> <laughs> it says it's great to have an alternative take on these programs events. It's entertaining and light-hearted, but it would be a full five stars were it not for the overuse of swearing. <laughs> a little bit occasionally can have justifiable impact. However, when it's nearly every other sentence, it becomes jarring. <laughs> you just reminded me about that with fuck a doodle do. <laughs> the other one though, so that was four stars. So thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Second one is love this. This is five stars. So really enjoyed listening to these two over the last few weeks. Please do a podcast for the new series on Netflix. Love is blind. You'll love it. And it's from Queenie. Now, got good news here. We have done it. We did season one back whenever that was and uh also season two as well so if you scroll down you'll find our love is blind episodes as well as well as a whole bunch of other things that that we've covered single town bachelor in fact when, when people when tom's email was saying about vulnerable and i do agree with him it, it was kind of overused in this episode that's one of the bingo words for bachelor isn't it everyone yeah. talks about you know letting themselves be vulnerable um it, it just seems a bit more out of place on love island but yeah. uh yeah no absolutely brilliant brilliant thank you and brilliant reviews and great email from tom and dave we've got a couple of extra patrons as well which is fantastic so thank you so much guys for all your support with me and dave and the swearing is going to be on that review has got me down to me dave you might be you know five percent of the episode it's me with the potty mouth and you know what i probably won't change but i apologize i'll I, I can't curb it but there you go um if you get over to patreon.com forward slash CD reality cast, if you want to support us a little bit more, guys, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on social media at CD reality cast. So two new patrons, Dave. So big thanks to Gavin. And now this is a lovely name, but I'm probably going to say it wrong, but I think it's Marg, Margie, 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 Margie. I don't even know how to say this one. So I apologize. It's M A G G I O R I. 
So it's a great name. It's, I think it's an Italian name, Dave, but so I do apologize if I've said that wrong. You'll have to email in and tell me how to pronounce it. Kristen, Zoe, Tom, Gillian, Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Noreen, Amy, Joanna, Helen, Libby, Katie, Didi, Hannah, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Haley, Lauren, look at Ugrin and Kent Gustafson. So thank you so much, guys. Your support has been amazing. And what great, great fun we've had with everyone. I've been called out left, right, and center. Get over to Chris and <laughs> Chris and Day's reality TV cast on Facebook. We've had a load of new members again over the last couple of days. Get over there. You just need to prove we'll prove you. Get straight in and get involved in all the chat. Call me out. Whatever you think, if you want to support the Reality Radar, I'm making notes of all my supporters that are in the Chris Phelps Reality Radar cult. No problem at all. You you are um, go, not going unnoticed. And also, if you are a Patreon, guys, get over to Patreon. The link to Discord's on there. We watch it every night when the show's on live and there's a load of chat going on between all you guys. If you've not got over there, please go over to Discord and check on Patreon because the link's there, guys. Thank you so much. It's amazing. Uh, I just, I, I know I, I'll probably overuse the word humble, but it, it just, it's just how I feel uh, when you read that list out and uh, just really appreciate everyone supporting and listening in and laughing and poking fun at the pair of us. So, <laughs> so much fun when we go through this Love Island uh, series <laughs> brilliant mate absolutely love it love it so thank you mate and I'll see you tomorrow bye now bye